Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Mutan. You too. AKA Tanner Greenring. And I am joined, as always, by my co host, Moltrosh. Moltres. AKA Joshua Fielstead. And this week, Joshua, we have a special guest. No way. Yes, it's Tonopi. Tonopi. AKA. Tony Smith. Welcome to the podcast, Tony. Welcome, Tony. Thank you so much. Tonopi is such a cute nickname that uh, I'm going to force everyone in my life to call me. Thank you. No one's honored my nicknames like that ever before, including your dear friend, Josh, my co-host. What's not? He what's sort of dismisses episodes in. He dismisses my nicknames mostly, and then occasionally will sort of like shit on them. It'd be like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, Fianguscon or Fiang, Fianga, whatever you did. He's doing it again. That was a nightmare. He's been so negative all day. It's really something. (laughs) No, I I was, I I, I will say it is a surprise that you wouldn't be complimented for such like cleverness, but it's no surprise that Josh wouldn't give you the love and attention and gassing up that you deserve. I know. Okay. I know. This is our relationship. This is going to be the roast of Josh episode. (laughs) It's a Pokemon podcast wherein all of us play Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. I am playing Fire Red. Josh is playing Leaf Green. Tony? Oh, I'm playing Leaf Green. Good. And it is season 3B. We are playing gym by gym, week by week, and we are doing a Nuzlocke run. Too boring to talk about what that means. It's just harder. Plus, if you don't know by now, why are you listening? No, why'd to you this? start here, idiot? How'd you get here? Go back. Get a grip. Start from the beginning. Go back to episode 45 and then talk to us. And I'm sorry I called you an idiot. I don't mean to disrespect you like that, but <laughs> it is what you're doing is idiotic and stupid. So we're in the end game. Yeah. Gentlemen. We did the Elite Four. We've defeated all of the gyms. We crushed Giovanni under our heels for the final time. We're never going to hear from Team Rocket again. They've been driven out of the Kanto region. It's the last we'll ever hear from them. We'll never have to do another Team Rocket hideout or warehouse or anything like that ever again. Fuck them. And then we made our way to Indigo Plateau, the end game, the end of the game. It's the end of the game. You two okay? You're not you're not saying anything. Well, I well, we was, were letting you I, set I it up. You, it seemed like you were doing one of your one of your uh typical seven minute monologues, and I was just like, <laughs> I'm so excited for this okay. to get into a gallop. Yeah, and you so get upset is, if I interrupt you. Now it's now it's a roast of Tanner, I see. Okay, fine. Can I just say when this game came out, it was like this like very, very narrow window of my life where I didn't have any friends. I'm talking about like when Red and Blue came out. Sure. And I would you just played, like, you played Fire Red and Leaf Green, right? I played it when it came out and then I just sort of beat it and I was like, Well, that's that. Um but it was it was uh it was the kind of thing where like I just I'm so in autopilot when I play this game because it's just it's like like I could do it with my eyes closed probably. Like this time yeah. through it, I didn't even get flash because I knew how how to do rock tunnel um, in the dark. Well, and it and gives you that little spotlight now too. It, it gives you that little spotlight now too. So it's like the 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 kids these days are a little softer than we were. But um, no, Tell but 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 the, this was my first ever Nuzlocke run, and like I was astounded by how much more difficult it was, how weak I felt at like every single point in the game, and just how like overall intense it was. It really like made me refall in love with this game that I thought that I knew so so well. So like thank you you both very very much hey you're welcome and thank you john locke and nuzleaf for <laughs> your fun Respecting. little game 
rules that you invented. I want more of these. Mm-hmm. Other challenges. We are going to have to play some more remakes in the future, and I want other ways to make the games more fun and interesting and challenging. And all I really know of is Nuzlocke. I'm sure there's other sort of like interesting rule mechanics out there. Yeah. But we have yet to really look into them ex- or explore them. So if we can't find one for Heart Gold, Soul Silver, we will either we'll Nuzlocke make again one or up. make one up. We'll make something up. Homebrew it. Yeah. And we should say before we get into the meat of this, uh, speaking of Tony not having any friends when he played Red and Blue, <laughs> he has friends now. He is uh, an HM friend of the pod, but also a real-life friend. Tony and I uh, worked together. Worked. He was the best thing about the job that I got laid off from Mm -hmm. (laughs) a few years back. And uh, Tanner, Tony, and I have all played some some online games together as well. Yeah, Tony and I have played HOTS, some HOTS together, maybe some Civ oh my together. God. Some we, Civ as well. We 100% have played HOTS and Civ together. Yeah. I never connected the dots that like that's who you were, but like, yeah, absolutely. We've played video games together. You're good at HOTS. I really like playing with you. No, no, no. I'm bad at HOTS, but I have fun. You know, I leave it out all, all out on the field. So You give it your all. And I like to play um, healer characters, which I think is sort of uh, appreciated by a lot of the hots community oh completely yeah. the the way that in mobas like nobody wants to play healer is so frustrating but like you you really embrace it so yes thank you for that i love playing a bright wing i love playing Sweetie. a um what's his name Lu- ludi colo no that's not right. lucio <laughs> lucio yeah Ludicolo is like the most ambitious Blizzard crossover of all time. No, but 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 yeah, th- those are both characters that I think are like as boring as reading a book. So I'm I'm really happy that 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 you like them. Um, yeah. So uh, to go off of that, I I don't know what team you have right now, but do you find yourself in Pokemon thinking about like support mechanics at all, or are you just like like so many people that play this game? Are you like brute force, brute force, brute force? I don't know if I'm quite brute force. I just sort of go where the game takes me a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I lack a lot of the like meta kind of game development that some of our friends, notably our friends at Pokesports, are so good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just like to do cool Pokemon who I think look cool. Like, what well, feels right. Disgusting little tangles of tentacle weeds. Yeah. You know? I guess I'm I'm sort of a blend. I think I'm more brute force than I am, like, support. Mm-hmm. I usually have a couple of non-combat offensive moves on any Pokemon, any given Pokemon. Well, and both of us are pretty proficient in Mayor's Sleep. Yeah. What's Mayor Sleep? It's Mayor Sleep <laughs> is when you have a Pokemon who knows a sleep move oh. and you use it. In it's battle. like Mayor Cheat, but it's Mayor Sleep. Do you remember when uh, Mayor Pete was called Mayor Cheat? Very briefly. I sure do. It was, it was one of his uh, his kinder nicknames. <laughs> well, we really latched onto it, and it became a, a pretty long running meme on the show. It's weirdly one of our biggest hits. It is one of our biggest hits, and it's also weirdly endeared. I was just saying this to my wife the other day. It's endeared Mayor Pete to me in a way that, like, he shouldn't be. I never expected. (laughs) 
I I think he kind of looks like Hypno too. Like they have the same <laughs> they have they have the same body. You uh, throw a rough on him. Oh yeah. If you throw a rough on him, he would he would absolutely be Hypno. I I, oh, I, yeah. I think so too. And like in the way that like they both pride them, like they're like both like the goal is to like put you to sleep so that they can like initiate phase two. <laughs> like yeah, that's that's absolutely that you y'all are onto something with that one. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So before we get it too far into the the journey and the end game this week, Tony, I would love to hear a little bit about your journey to get to this place. You've surely been grueling away like us mm-hmm. for months at this game, yeah. just grinding away hours each week, right? Oh, how did oh. you? How, well, tell me a little bit about your journey, the highlights of your journey to get here so far. Sure. So I got the game. I was playing through it, and like I, I got fairly close to the end, and I was like, I'm going in with like whatever team. Like this doesn't. So and so I was like, what about if going into this episode, I like started over on Monday, oh, um, and just like and this is it, Friday. It's Friday. Uh, this is Friday. And what if I like? What if I did a Nuzlocke run? And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. It almost went completely south when, like, Mankey lulled me into a false sense of security with, like, Misty because, like, <laughs> Water Pulse, Water Pulse comes out of nowhere and is, like, a really strong move. Oh, yeah. But survived that and, like, largely made it to the end of the game intact. And it, it, it couldn't have gone more smoothly until just before the Elite Four. I want to say. Uh, I want to say Gary was probably the one to do it. Gary killed my primate that I had invested so much time in. That was my entire ace in the hole with Lorelei. I think that it was, with the exception of, like, Solar Beam on my Executor, the only move I had that was, like, really strong against ice types so i had to like i really had to go back to the drawing board with how i was going to beat her and it was based on my box it was really slim pickings did you kind of suffer through a lot of the indignities that we did with like a box full of like tentacles and and pidgeys and bell sprouts so i never caught a second version of a thing which like probably a, a big mistake God, but like the rage of seeing something i already had that already sucked to begin with a second time just sent me into a tailspin <laughs> and i like I, I i i killed it i killed it on site i would say that that the game was overall quite kind to me with things there were some things that like went my way in like a really really uh wonderful way but so so i i felt like i i had a team of like not the most common thing in each area but at Mm -hmm. the same time i didn't feel like i had a particularly strong team and i think that's largely due to the fact that like i sort of like get star me give it everything and then like that's like like my 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 real like red and blue victory condition is getting my hands on star me giving it all of the moves it needs and just winning the game with one pokemon interesting so now we've we know your strategy going into this battle we're gonna do later no it's it, it's absolutely not my strategy because i could not get star you <laughs> like oh. <laughs> i i like literally was like this i'm going to go into this episode with star you and like with star me knowing everything i'm gonna like sweep them on like one poke and then like i got fucking cedra and it's the most bullshit pokemon of all time um and (laughs) And you couldn't evolve it to kingdra 
and you, you can't evolve it to Kingdra. So like it's well, you could have on those Sevi Islands. Well, I didn't, you know, I didn't get up to them because I Uh-oh. I started on Monday. So <laughs> I basically true. got a three Pokemon team and like their interns rounding out the rest of the rest of the group. I'm so curious to see what we're gonna face off against. Yeah, you'll see sort of where my head would be, but you'll also defeat this team quite easily. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, well, one of us will, and it's probably gonna be Josh, to be honest, because Josh and I were fucking around a little bit before the podcast started. Tony was programming his team into Pokemon Showdown, and uh, Josh has got quite a quite a tight little team. I'm going to admit, but I got we're a not there team yet because I had a couple of losses, and it made me reevaluate my entire strategy. And we're going to go into that. We're not there yet. We're on our, we're on Victory Road. We're we're headed towards the Indigo Plateau, and yeah. the first thing that happens to us is old bad Josh, that son of a gun, fucking steps out of the weeds on Route 22 and and challenges us to a battle. I beat him easily. Mop the He's floor. A joke to me. Mop the floor with him. He's a joke to me. My Pokemon are so overleveled at this point. It wasn't even fair. Tony? He was pretty easy. I can't remember if my primate died to him or inside of Victory <laughs> Road, but like okay. my primate did die to a critical hit of something. Okay. And did you prepare a song? Um, no, I didn't prepare a song. Oh. Okay. So do you have one that you just sort of know off the top of your head? Because you'd have to do a singing. We have to sing a eulogy. A eulogy, so. a musical eulogy for your dead Pokemon. How much of the song do I have to sing? Just enough. Just enough for us to kind of get an idea. I see you, I feel you, that is how I know you, go on. And then, you know, the rest oh. of that the rest of that song. Why wouldn't you do the chorus? Haunting, yeah. Oh, why don't I do the chorus? You know, that's such, that's such a great question. I guess I'm not up near far. <laughs> Wherever you are, I believe that my heart will and then I think that's the whole chorus. You got a beautiful voice. I don't know why you weren't more into singing, but you have a better voice than both of us. Yeah, that's that's very very sweet. I think the answer is because like, despite how unhinged I'm coming, I've certainly come across till this point. I'm quite sober. I've been like doing little pigeon sips of this uh, of this <laughs> this this glass of rum because there's nothing else in the house. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get more into it and like let's see what happens. Maybe I'll have an anxiety attack. Maybe I'll like make better jokes. <laughs> Welcome to podcasting. Um, we make our way to Indigo Plateau, Joshua, and we we yes. fight our way through the the kind of pre the badge check. Yeah, the like badge check area where there's all the gates and the little guards, and they ask you if you have all the badges that you need to get to Victory Road. There's some catchable routes here. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. terribly interesting. I caught a Psyduck. I named it the Walkman. You got a Psyduck? I'm so yeah. jealous. I have two Psyducks. Yeah, everything now is sort of like when you start thinking like, am I just going to raise this thing and like grind it out or do I give a shit at all? Right, 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 right. For me, I got a Poliwhirl and I was not going to do that. And I named it something. I'm going to I'm gonna preface. This is your fucking sweetie like two weeks ago. All my catches for this episode, uh, I named them 
but at this point we're in guest characters from the sopranos and like i just i don't even remember what i named them okay so it is you have one i'm not gonna get up on your shit tanner okay thank you for appreciating my boundaries it's a it's a respect day for you thank you yeah that's why i saw a fero and i one of those pokemon i killed on sight <laughs> yeah i didn't want it its presence insulted me and i was already sort of feeling like rubbed the wrong way by the fact that the guards like when they talk to you they assume you don't have the badges These cops. and it's this like like why else would i fucking be there like did i want to just like surf a little bit the combination of like that white cis male patriarchy plus like no great pokemon to speak of made the road to victory road just as like truly awful as it's always been yeah i am in the room here with you tony uh apology accepted victory road (laughs) is that big cave yeah it's that big ugly cave full of dumb pokemon we've been there so many times now we've just been here too many times it's so boring i just dropped a max repel because i wasn't interested same I got to the end. I did a little leveling at the end, but honestly, with Versus Seeker now, leveling with wild Pokemon is completely uninteresting to me. I don't do it at all. Like, unreliable. So I mostly just dropped a Max Repel and and hightailed it through the entire cave system. Yeah, and there aren't even that many trainers in here. So, like, you get a couple more levels, but it's not really anything. If you were not in a good place level-wise, this was not going to be the thing to help you out for the Elite Four. And there's not enough density, too, with the trainers mm-hmm. for, for the sake of Versus Seeker. So. Well, did you notice you can't even use it in caves? I tried that. Oh, uh, yeah. It only lets you use it in the overworld, which is crazy. Yeah. Why do cell phone rules apply to, like, Versus Seeker? <laughs> like, what if you really do want to, like, have Victory Road rematches? That feels like something you should be able to do. <laughs> yeah, it should be the best place to train before the Elite Four, and it, like, barely is, because you mostly just have to go up against random pokemon yeah one of the things that's nice about it though is that the strongest pokemon there are like primate machoke onyx like those are like the high level 40 ones that give you the most experience and for the most part the things that you want for the elite four are things that can one hit ko those things so it's like you can sort of like dissociate and grind there if you wanted to that's true that's usually like my tactic with mm-hmm. with victory road but this time because we have the versus seeker it was just so much more lucrative to go find like some high level trainer somewhere like in the Sevi islands and do some grinding there right make our way through victory road and we are here joshua and tony yeah the elite four we've made it it's the end game it's the end of the game here we are did you win? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not going to say it was easy. I'm not going to say it was easy. I would say it's easy. I had an easy time with it, and I didn't lose any Pokemon at all to the Elite Four. <sighs> I would like to thank my Slowbro for pretty much taking down the entirety of the Elite Four. Interesting. Well, how does... So let's see. What's Slowbro? He's Psychic Water? He's yeah. Psychic Water, I think he's got a ton, ton, ton of value. He is, his defense is strong. His special defense is strong. He's got a lot of HP. He gets access to Surf and Psychic, which are two of the most powerful moves in the entire game. One of the really nice things about Surf is that it has like, for a move of its strength, it has 15 PP instead of 10 PP. And like, you really feel PP when you Nuzlocke because like you just, you Uh, don't have those like super strong Pokemon. So you're like three hit KOing things. Yeah. 
But one of the things that you can do with Slowbro that I guess I'm giving you a spoiler I did with Slowbro is you can give him Calm Mind. You can have him take those first one or two hits in the beginning of a fight, right. Calm Minding both times. Calm Mind is great. Calm Mind is great, and he is a really, really, really good user of it. Like, the only threat to him after two or three calm minds is like bite but because no pokemon i believe this is true no pokemon in in a fire red leaf green is dark like dark type itself nobody has like a bite stab that's right yeah so yeah yeah so he just like shrugs them off pretty much and has um, either a super effective thing or like a regular effective stab type move to use so lorelei is water and ice Mm-hmm. primarily yep and slow bros defense and offense against fire and ice is mostly just the psychic type stuff mm-hmm. right it's, it's the psychic type stuff he also can have toxic which mine did have so when the other slow bro comes out you just poison it and wait that slow bro doesn't have offensive moves so like moves that use attack so by the time that slow bro comes out your special defense can like be fully maxed out so you can just poison it wait like give your slow bro some hyper potions or max potions which i did and just basically wait out as the poison kills you might have to repoison too in case a full restore comes out but either way you should be all set in that fight pretty good Pretty good. I I think Machamp was the one who carried me through Lorelei with all of its fighting moves, just breaking up those big chunks of ice. Oh, yeah. Very nice. I had Dr. Melfi in there, Magneton, Thunderbolt. Oh, for all the water stuff. Yeah. Joke. Bruno is all fighting type Pokemon. Mm -hmm. He's got an Onix. He's got Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. He's got another Onix, and he's got a Machamp. Yeah. Slowbro. Slowbro. Oh, mind over matter. Josh taught me this. Yes. Psychic is super effective on fighting. Yes. Yes. I'm fairly sure Alakazam Mewtwo took me through the battle with um, Bruno. How'd you get Mewtwo? Well, it's an Alakazam. Oh, got it. It's just its name is Mewtwo. <laughs> Aww. Because it's my favorite Pokemon. Wait, guys. Can I, tell, can I tell you both about my naming convention real quick? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's, it's Sausages of the World. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, what's your slow bro call and how did that happen how it happened was i named my charmander on site i might have been 3 a.m when i did this i was delirious when i decided to like delete and start over but i was like oh chorizo so i named it chorizo <laughs> and i was like oh we're gonna learn about some sausages so like my my cedra <laughs> is named chuchuk which is um a horse-based sausage from um from from kazakhstan i think um <laughs> there was a lot of like Wikipedia sausage crawling. Borat reference there. SpawnCon? Uh, yes, and also a, a real country, Josh. I love I love sausage Pokemon. What's um Slowbro's called what? Slowbro's Kielbasa. Kielbasa. And and that I comes see it. from I, I it's not Very that I thick. think that Slowbro is Polish. It's that I think that Slowbro is sturdy and dependable. The way that like if you just want to eat something kielbasa will hit the spot i feel like kielbasa is like if you think of a sausage it's like the sausage yeah it's just it, a fucking sausage it's top, straight up it's top three i think uh it's like breakfast sausage chorizo and kielbasa that's a good ranking yeah third i don't know if i i would have to think about the order but those are probably my top three as well yeah. poor tanner <laughs> 
third third elite four agatha oh oh well no 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 we're not done with bruno okay tell me about bruno i have uh, an announcement to make uh, <laughs> what's your announcement memorial announcement oh uh, no okay i didn't think this would happen to me again and it was very unexpected jesus josh here's kill count it's kill count I hadn't added anyone to Kill Count for like three episodes, and uh, this is the first of two, unfortunately. Wow. What happened to you, man? Polly, my Firo. Wow. Firo's trash anyway. Flying moves. Should have been fucking perfect against Bruno. Good riddance. I was liking this Firo, man, and I never thought I would say that. Firo swept all of them. One hit KO for every single one. Gets to the Machamp, the level 56 Machamp at the end. Machamp goes first. Because I think Fear was level 54 when it died, when it passed. And Machamp used Cross Chop. Yeah, good move. And it was Hell move. a critical hit. Yeah. And it was a one-hit KO on Polly the Fero, who I've had Ooh. basically the entire game. That's so sad. That is very sad. Polly Walnuts, rest in petals. Yeah. Did you prepare a song? Yeah, I did. Let's hear it. Okay. Sorry, not to rush you. Take your time. I know this is very sad, a sad moment for you. It's got a long intro, so just give me perfect, and that'll give us time to sort of grieve. Woke up this morning and you got yourself a mon. Your mama always said you'd be the chosen one. She said, you're one in a million, you're the very best like no one ever was but you were born under a bad sign with a mount moon in your eyes you woke up this morning all those mon had gone primate never told you about right and wrong but you're looking good baby i believe Firo's fine shame about it born under a bad sign with a mount moon in your eyes sing it now Got a mount moon in your eyes. So sad. Oh my god, so sad. It. Is that the theme song of the Sopranos? You got up. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> it of course it is. It was bound to happen. You say you woke up this morning, the world turned upside down. Lord above, things ain't been the same since Elite Four walked into Pallet Town. But you're, but you're one in a million. You've got that master ball shine. Shame about it. Born under a bad sign with a mount moon in your eyes. R.I.P. Polly the Fero. R.I.P. Polly the Fero. R.I.P. R.I.P. Spoiler alert, Christopher the Prime. I haven't watched a ton of Sopranos, but I'm, I recognize the theme song, but... The theme song already is a little bit um, avant-garde. It's sort of atonal. It's kind of got this like gravelly voice yeah. guy singing it, a little arrhythmic at times. But you sort of took it in a, you kind of took that vibe and you amplified it yeah. quite a bit. It's definitely atonal for sure. Yeah. Of my rendition as well. Yeah. But it was a little bit of a uh, Frank Sinatra vibe combined with- A little bit, a little bit. I practiced a fair amount. Did you? Before we move along, I do want to clarify for the folks listen for the folks listening to this at home, 
Um, what you missed during Josh's singing was that when he was backing himself up, he moved back from the mic to like where he imagined the backup <laughs> singers would be for <laughs> him, and then moved back up to the mic when he was singing the main part of the song. And yeah. it was a really beautiful thing to see. Beautiful commitment, great instincts, uh, and I thought very pretty. Tony's the like energy that we need on this podcast. We're both too negative. I and I don't know where it's coming from. I th- I'm <laughs> let's let's change the mood let's get the let's channel a little bit of tony energy after this break okay gentlemen agatha poison type slash ghost type but mostly just poison type she's supposed to be ghost type we always have this fucking bone to pick like this is a poison team yeah yeah how is arbok or golbat a ghost how is Marowak or Cubone a ghost in Pokemon Tower? It's funny that you bring that up because I've I've always thought about like Marowak dies and is still Marowak. So what the fuck is fucking Ghastly? I'm worried they're humans. Oh shit. I'm worried that they're dead human beings. Interesting. Because it's confirmed in the game that when Marowak dies, it's still a Marowak. So those are people. That's so ooky spooky to me. It's a good point. I have a personal connection to Agatha. Okay. Laid on a string bean. Um, oh, yeah. When I was, oh, what, what, a, what a beautiful expression. <laughs> when I was a senior in college, I had a, it wasn't really a reputation as much as like a mean smear, but the thing was when- <laughs> Such a fine line. Yeah. Um, when, Hard to tell most of the time. When, when like the freshman gays would like look to me for like advice or like whatever, I apparently made everyone like a hundred times meaner was the thing. Like, like it was like once like someone, like after a conversation with me, you just, you became super shady. So it was like, I was a ghost trainer. So everyone started calling me Agatha. Like Wesleyan is oh the fucking score that happened. Are you kidding? No, me? I'm I'm being dead serious because like that was in college. People are calling you Agatha, and like the person who thought of that was like this super, <laughs> this extremely hot person who like you would never like you would never guess that that was the mean thing in his back pocket but like it wasn't even that mean i kind of like really prided myself on it it's such a deep and cutting reference like he read you he know he knew that you knew pokemon well i mean like the the, the thing about po- and 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 josh feel feel free to jump in on this and agree or not but like pokemon is a thing that i would say a disproportionate amount of like gay men especially are like super 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 into oh yeah josh and i have talked about that we we have a number of gay men followers following the podcast but yeah and i mean well, and a, and half a of co-host, the, half of the yeah, show. But, and, and, <laughs> and you know, it's, it's such a beautiful thing, and, and two thirds of it right now. And it's it's this combination of like it's not sports, it's not theater. Some of them are cute. The ones that aren't cute are powerful. They're cool. They're it's cool. fucking. It's competitive as hell. But it's also like you have to stay organized too, and like yeah, that, like you we have love to prepare that. for stuff. Like it's um, it's it's the ultimate game in like you're either David or Goliath, and I think that that's a fun binary for like oppressed people to choose between. You're either for sure playing the slingshot or like you're just brute forcing it. Um, <laughs> but in any case, like Pokemon still very much on the minds of like all of these uh people at this school to the point that it was like well they thought it was a mean nickname but i was quite empowered by it yeah that's cool i wish someone would come up with a cool like pokemon trainer nickname for me i don't even know who i would be mew tanner i i know josh you're definitely lance thank you 
because of your dragon thing. Josh is fucking Lorelai. Josh is definitely Lance. I don't really know why, but I would accept that. My thing about you, Josh, is like you are so like you are just like from the north. And like if that's not Lorelai, I don't know what is. Okay. <laughs> Tanner, I could see you as a uh See, you're struggling. I don't think there is. Mr. Briny. Mr. Briny. Tanner, you know who I think you are is? I think you're a Sabrina type. Sabrina? I think that Sabrina could be right. You would wait at the center of a gym with one of the most frustrating puzzles ever, (laughs) like just like waiting for someone to get to you. And then you'd be like, oh, let me be the first to remind you that like Venusaur is half poison and just devastate a team. Oh, Um, no, that's where you're completely wrong. I'm so bad at type matchups. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also think Sabrina has like sort of a cerebral nature to her that just doesn't feel like it. Yeah, almost kind of a Bruno also. Oh, I could I could see Bruno also. I think you are a Bruno. Bruno seems right. Just sort of like you just like pick something that looks strong and cool. Dumb and brute force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say if I were cuz I reject Agatha, I think I'd probably more of a Blaine because like I would keep the front door of my gym locked, but there would be people inside of it. (laughs) (laughs) Like a trivia thing that people have to get through to get to you. The trivia doors with like the most asinine questions ever. Like what? What? 100%. Tony, you're 100% Blaine, especially because we should shout out that you made, you've made two escape the room uh, digital versions now. I sure have with, that's literally blaine's shit it's 100 between the like the like the puzzle house and then the like the trivia yeah i'm very very much a blaine my entire thing would be this like desperate fire spin move that like isn't actually all that powerful but like is frustrating to deal with yeah i yeah i feel like i feel like a blade i also would punish people for picking Bulbasaur in the beginning of the game. Oh, okay. Easy mode. Yeah, it's it's total easy mode. And like, oh, no. yeah, I'm a Blaine. You don't, Um, and I, I hope you don't take this as an insult. You don't look like Blaine. I do not take that. Blaine, Blaine's an old, an old, an old fruit. Sort of an old man. He's bald. He's got kind of a wiry white mustache. Blaine would surprise you with how he's voted. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an open book. It's canceled. I, I, I think that like, it's somewhere like Blaine absolutely but in terms of like aspirationally like who would I be like an Erica aspirationally is interesting yeah I'll take Bruno I'll take Bruno on the chin but like aspirationally I think I'm a um what's the dragon guy called Lance 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 or Drake I think I'm aspirationally Lance I do like Drake was Drake the guy who sort of had Drake's like a the one who looks like shabby what Captain Mr. like Squirt would look yeah, like yeah 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 sort of a shabby sailor's uniform i'm not relinquishing lance you can have drake though i'll take drake but i think we established that you're either lorelei or misty who me no josh oh josh josh would just be swimming i've never seen josh swim i don't like swimming and i hate the beach misty's like in a pool i mean i'll hang out at a pool that, that's the thing yeah if misty liked the beach she'd be at a beach and one of my favorite pokemon is a water type octillery also you love octillery tony Who's your favorite Pokemon of all time? Yeah, let's get to the bottom of this. That is such a good question. There are two answers, like, right off the bat. I love Starmie. Oh, right. The number of things that Starmie can do is just so incredible. In, like, Diamond and Pearl, if you baton pass Starmie, like, 
a, a nasty plot. Like, it's sort of all over for the enemy team. Um, like, there's very little that can stop it. Not a cute Pokemon. Not a cute Pokemon. But it's fucking cool as hell, I think. It's cool. But maybe that's sort of your thing. You're not into cute Pokemon? Well, when you hear the next one. Um, so the next one is absolutely a cute Pokemon. It is Togekiss. Oh, wow. Wow. Togekiss fucking slaps really it is no way it is in diamond and pearl i think that togekiss in ou diamond and pearl which like was my meta i was so so good at that meta togekiss is i think the strongest pokemon in in that ou meta i didn't know i i don't know what these games well and i don't know who togekiss is and i had to google it it's the final form the new form of togepi real sweetie such a little cutie. A real sweetie. And let me explain to you its thing just real quick. I promise it'll be so fast. A lot of HP has roost, so it can not only heal, but it can remove its flying type, which is like the scariest part of like what makes it super effective. Because when flying types use roost, it's a recover, but they like they don't they're not flying type for that turn. It's uh its special ability, Serene Grace, doubles like probability moves. So air slash, which it has a stab on, which is a it's a really strong move, which is typically a 30% chance of flinching, becomes a 60 percent chance of making your enemy flinch and you top a thunder wave with that too so you open with thunder wave and between the paralysis and the air slash itself like you just whittle things down it's pretty good i stopped listening because i went to fur affinity to see if no no there was any action on toga kiss and there is quite a bit of interesting stuff stuff happening with togekiss on for affinity it's an extremely strong pokemon oh yeah i'll tell you it's extremely strong take a look at this what here i'm gonna share my screen for a moment oh no host has disabled screen josh can you turn on screen sharing Mm. josh can you please turn on screen sharing just send it in the chat drop a link i can't figure this out and i don't have time to oh yeah we have a chat oh oh no So Tanner has linked God. to... Um, Is this for affinity check? It's for affinity check, yeah. Oh my God. We were talking about how strong Togekiss is and... Someone has depicted Togekiss as sort of a, so, a strong man. He's wearing, he's got like a little collar and like a tie. A little bit of a fairly odd parents, like wand thing, but like businessman, yeah, sexual there's, businessman. It's a, it's a green thong <laughs> and a black tie, which it's very like he's a colorblind Chippendale. And you know, I like, I think that's good. Look at this one. Why is this a meme with Togekiss specifically? Why is he always depicted as a buff man? I, I don't know, but one of the, the tags for this uh, photo is 60 second body program. And isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> God, I love for affinity. I like that it also, uh, the, the artist also listed its moves, moveset. Air Slash, Aura Spear, Sky Attack, and Dazzling Gleam. Pretty good. That's good. That's useful for someone like me who's not very good at like figuring out a good moveset. And can I say, too, these accounts that are commenting that are like, 
name from a Japanese anime, but the comment itself vacillates between Portuguese and Tagalog. Like, that's the original OPSEC. <laughs> like, you have no idea where that person is, what their life is like. But, like, wow. It's totally obscure. Yeah, it's like, it could be anything and why are they so scared that you'll look into them and that's what's so interesting about fur affinity right that's why this is the new sort of like place that culture is happening yes oh it culture starts on fur affinity right the way that culture starts and ends on fur affinity hold on i'm gonna we have to get off fur affinity we have to keep talking about you the put elite us four. here tanner hey, josh Josh, you take the wheel sometimes, huh? I'm always saying Josh, you take the wheel. All right, we're done with Fur Affinity. We're going to move forward. We have to go to the Sevi Islands still. Agatha, I crush her. still in the Elite Four. I don't think the, the, the Sevi Islands are happening this week. <laughs> okay. And that's A-okay. We might have to go chasing waterfalls next week to get the, the Sevi Islands in. Yeah. But it's okay, because Anthony didn't even play the... Or Tony, sorry. No, I, I might. I'm either. Yeah. No, I didn't play the Sevi Islands, but... Uh, it's because I didn't cheat at Nuzlocke. Well, there are no mayor cheats here. Okay, so you've accused us of cheating at Nuzlocke. Oh, ab- absolutely. You took Nuzlocke, and then you created more rules on top of that Nuzlocke, and then you broke the fundamental rule of Nuzlocke to be able to get to these like stupid little islands. Okay, yes. Well, we should announce. We'll announce, if, especially if we are not going to talk about the Savi Islands this week. <sighs> We had to make a temporary lift on the Nuzlocke rules following the Leaf Four because we did not know, as Tanner and I have both not played Fire Red Leaf Green before, you need a certain number of Pokemon before Professor Oak will allow you to go to the islands four through seven of the Sevi Islands. I think you need to have caught 60, 60. Pokemon, which neither of us were, were at. And I had 45 I think I was a little closer. I was like at maybe 55, but I was not there. So we had to lift the rule after uh, after the Elite Four temporarily so that both of us could catch that many. I had to catch and evolve 15 Pokemon. None of them are usable, obviously. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's fair to call us Mayor Cheats. We had to do that in order to advance the game. We have to do the whole experience and share our experience. That's the name of the show. show. We're not going to not do the Sevi Islands. Tony's name of the show. Okay. I I think that that's, um, I don't know. I think that like there's a world. I'm looking at a man who's been hoisted on his own petard here. You can also make the call that because you are so committed to the Nuzlocke game that you've created that you... You have to so like let me ask you another question would it be possible to hit that 60 with the pokemon that you have in your box right now like or is it just completely impossible it was impossible i think it was technically impossible it was impossible for me i think with the amount of pokemon we were allowed to catch by this point of the game we would not have been able to get 60 okay let me outline a couple of key points i had three bell sprouts yeah <laughs> i had three spiros yeah hey you two i would love to talk about how we beat agatha <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, she she went down. She went down. Look at Agatha's a joke. I mean, she's the joke. <laughs> because because the the ultimate joke of the original Pokemon games is that like ghost type is the type that's supposed to take down psychic, but like its moves are like lick and nightshade, which does a fixed amount of damage, and like all the ghost types are poison. So like in red and blue, psychic 
was unstoppable. Sure. But in this one, Psychic is merely extremely strong. Yeah, I think Alakazam, honestly, I think Alakazam took care of this entire Agatha lineup, which is like, I, yeah, it's it's weak technically against ghost type moves. But, I had an executor. You know. Yeah, because they're all fucking poison and because ghost doesn't have resistance to psychic type. So it's like you fully take them all down. It's a poison team. Yeah. Yeah. Lance. I'm desperate to keep you two on track now. You two? What is that supposed to mean? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought you were an ally, but it yeah. turns out you were just alive. <laughs> um, um, copyright Tony Smith. Trying to keep us on the straight and narrow? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, did so, I did a strategy move here, which was I had a TM from Game Corner for Ice Beam, and because Toxic was no longer useful to me, I then swapped out Toxic on my Slowbro for Ice Beam. Nice. And so I went into this fight with a Slowbro with like a slightly different moveset, but one that completely took down Lance and everything he stands for. Yeah, Ice Beam is what it's about. I made a mistake here. Jesus, Josh. As you uh, heard in my very sad song earlier, for a number of reasons, sad song. Yeah. I used dr melfi magneton on the gyarados obviously super effective thunderbolt and then i used gyarados on dragonair dragonair and aerodactyl ice beam mm-hmm. but then i had this fucking deranged idea where i was like i want to get get a little more exp for primate i don't want him to fall behind and i swapped in primate for the final dragonite the level 60 dragonite and my primate was level 54 but i was still like whatever i got rock slide What's this thing going to do to me? Yeah. And the Dragonite has wing attack, Ugh. which I did not expect. Ooh. And one wing attack from that thing, one hit KO. So both of you lost primates this week. Yes. It's very sad. And we both had them for our whole journey. Wow. And that was Longanisa, the Filipino sausage. That was that was the, the sausage that, like, my heart, my <laughs> homeland. When that primate died the way that I screamed, my roommate asked me, what, what did Trump do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember how I took on Lance. I don't remember how I beat him, but I did beat him, and I didn't lose anyone in the process. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Nice one, Tony. And then it's just... It's the rival. Bad Josh. Yeah. Tony, did you name your rival? I sure did. I named my rival Josh. God damn it. After after a stronger Josh than Josh Fjallstead. Oh, you people. Uh, no, I named him after Josh Fjallstead. Um, yeah. But, but then he was like, he was getting places first. And I was like, okay, so like there are some, so there are some differences. Um, but the attitude, right. yeah, I yeah. would what say, the hell does that was mean? very similar. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's sort of where the the bad Josh name comes from. It's not quite Josh. It's like a bad version of Josh, but it's definitely Josh, you know? Because I'm good Josh and or cool Josh. Or Yeah, you've got a lot of different qualifiers you can put in front of Josh. You can be cool Josh, you can be good Josh, you can be gay Josh. Problematic Josh. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff happening, yeah. The United Kingdom should be as big as the world, Josh. <laughs> like, you, you've, got a lot, you've got a lot of things. I didn't say they should have done that, but Sun they did. Sun never sets it. on the British Empire, yeah, Josh. Yeah, Sun never sets in general, if you think about it. 
<laughs> that term was applied to the Spanish Empire first, by the way. And yeah. Tony, I know you feel negatively about that one. I think we all don't like that one. Why do you think I feel negatively? Please, quickly. No, I'm kidding. Uh, um, no, the, the, <laughs> the Spanish Empire is the nastiest empire. Of, Spanish like, Empire is the worst empire. Maybe all time. Like, true, like the religion where you have to know the most things was all them. <laughs> right. And literally the only way to be qualified is to be super a uh, fucking religious zealot. Yeah. And they don't give a shit otherwise. And, and, the, and they're going to take your bullion. Yeah. Either way. They just wanted gold. And like the way that like in the Philippines, we were just like chilling, casting spells before they came. was like, <laughs> it really like shit would have been so cool. Like we killed the Portuguese when they came. It was like it was on site. Easy. So the Spanish were like, we need bigger ships. I don't know if that's the history or not. But like if you're white and you try to fact check me, that's problematic of you. <laughs> we will not be fact checking this episode. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No one tweeted me. My Twitter is like Josh Fjallstead, at Josh Fjallstead. Let's talk about this battle with Josh, Bad Josh, Greg. Greg. Who's Greg? My elementary school rival. Oh my god, I is Greg the one that you told me about at that bar? Yes. Oh, Greg fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, so as much as like Josh sucks, like Greg, Greg sucks way worse. <laughs> How did you guys do against Bad Josh slash Greg slash Josh? Extremely well. It was nothing. It was nothing to me. Bad Josh gave me, I would say, the closest I've had to a tiny bit of trouble. I actually didn't have trouble here. Weirdly, his lineup is pretty similar to mine. Like, he's got an Alakazam. He's got an Arcanine. He's got an Executor, which I had at the time. And there was some parody there that was a little troubling. Mm -hmm. But I did get through. I should say, I didn't lose any Pokemon this week. I'm not weak like Josh. Okay. Or Tony. I'm, no, I'm strong. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We win. And we're the Pokemon champions. And we've beaten Greg. We've beaten Bad Josh. We've beaten Josh. And we are the kings of Pokemon once again. Once again. Fade to credits. And then we went to the Sevy Islands, except Tony didn't. So we're not going to talk about that this week. Oh, thank you. That's a, Tanner, you've been such a supportive and incredible host. Hey, you're welcome. And, you know, one of us needs to be because Josh is sort of, he brings an energy to the show, which I love. And I don't want you to take this the wrong way, Josh. I do love your energy. But, yeah. you know, it's it's not, I wouldn't describe it as supportive. I feel like I, I veered into a little tyranny recently. Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to. And you're so prone to that in such an interesting way, <laughs> given sort of your, your own sort of personal interests and... Yeah, British Empire and white colonialism. Okay. Um, Studied it from an empirical way. Like, uh -huh. don't make the mistakes of the past, you know? That's the whole point of fucking history, man. Yeah. The three of us have to battle now. Well, we're going to have to do a level check. Oh. And we're going to have to qualify this level check, for me at least. Okay, now he's. you hear this? He's hedge, hedging already. No, I acquired them, one of them, on the Sevi Islands. Disgusting. I mean, it was legal. We thought we were going to do the Sevi Islands. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just saying. Here's the way this is going to work, Tony. Josh and I are going to battle and determine who the winner of Experience Share Pokemon Podcast is. And then the winner of that battle will take you on to determine who the, the supreme champion of our two podcasts are. Mm -hmm. Experience Share in your podcast. And remind me what your podcast is called again. Um, it's called uh, Pinoy Boys <laughs> Uncensored. 
<laughs> it's just a bunch of Filipino people weighing in on the news of the day. You're gonna have to spin that up pretty quickly in the next like two weeks before oh, this podcast, yeah. <laughs> before this episode goes up. Give us, give us something to promote. What do you want to promote? Oh, um, so if you go to my Twitter at Anthony B L Smith, look at my pinned tweet. You will see uh, the uh, Google oh, Doc the escaper. Yeah, the Google Doc escaper. Why not? Hell yeah! I am having a lot of fun with that. Um, and I, it really popped off in a way that I like did not expect it to, but absolutely hoped it would. So if you like a puzzle, if you like um, PG thirteen scares, um, you make your make your way. You to, say you say fuck once. I imply fuck throughout, but I do only say fuck once. Okay. My ex texted me that there was a typo to correct me, but the typo was the way that like you solve one of the puzzles. So I think about that a lot and just how I'm better than he oh, is. Yeah, so. Anthony, I just went to your Twitter and I have to say something about your cover image. Yes. I don't know if I've ever laughed as hard as I've ever laughed in my life when Dave revealed his three flavors of Tom DeLonge cake on the Great British Bake Off. I... I almost suffocated i really do think the two genders of people who are extremely online are the people who thought that the lupita was the funniest cake and the people who thought the tom delange <laughs> was the funniest cake and i the way that that was to your point i i was like blood curdling screaming like i i could not take it it was it was so fucking funny when he announced what his cake was because you don't get the drawing right away. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then when it finally comes later, it's like a it's a three part joke. It's the announcement and then the drawing and then what the cake itself finally looks like. And I have God, to say, it just yeah, it looks like the drawing. It killed me. It it was maybe the funniest thing, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I hadn't seen it, but it looks funny. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds funny. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. You're really doing a good impression of a supportive friend. <laughs> let's talk about our teams real quick, and then let's get into battling. Josh yeah. and I will face off, and then the winner will will take on Tony to see who the supreme champion of Escape Room Google Docs is. It's level check. It's level check. L -l 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 level check. Josh, you, you want to start? I'll start. I'm excited to unveil a couple of new sweeties. One of them, the opener is not. Tone Soprano Venusaur, he lives 63, level 63. It's a cute level to be at, 63. Yeah, yeah. We all know your joke at this point. What's his joke? My joke is insult, sort of treating Josh like he's some kind of pathetic baby for having underlevel Pokemon, because my Pokemon are always leveled way higher than his. Yeah, and Tanner, just like, despite the fact that he has multiple podcasts, a full-time job, and a child always over levels. How me. old's your baby? 17 months. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. He's cool. I love him. Uh, instead of a child, Josh has belts. Belts? Well, he's got, also got all those dragons. Oh, I haven't worn any belts in 2020. I'll but, tell you that. But your belts that you do have are, I think, quite beautiful. Thank you. You're like a belt guy, Josh. This is not something I knew about you. Yeah, I got some belts. Is it because I'm? Is it because I'm not gay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't. You don't know. I'm not like invited into your belt life. Exactly. What the fuck? That's discriminatory. The way that I've gained so much weight this quarantine. So when I wear a belt, it's like in old cartoons when like 
the Roadrunner has been hit with the anvil and they just like keep shooting it anyway. It's no, it's really something else. I mean, speaking of Sopranos during this quarantine, I started realizing like, oh, I get why they put their the waists of their pants up so high. Mm-hmm. It's to cover up the belly. And I was like, yeah. maybe I should start doing that. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. You throw off the 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 experience of your body like a Picasso painting. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Where does the stomach end and the legs begin? Who knows? I've stopped wearing belts entirely, and I'll just I this is I don't know if this is a cool thing to say on the podcast. I'll wear the same pair of jeans for two weeks straight. I don't care. No, I, you, oh, you you've okay. got to. Of course. What? Yeah. Josh, at your wedding, the pants I was wearing were so tight that I had acid reflux so bad I had to leave at nine p.m. <laughs> so. <laughs> We've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. I friend. left just as Shallow came on, and I was thinking I could really sing that song very well. I wish I'd stayed. I know all the words already. Shout out to Famita Dean, best and acid. Yeah, probably the best and acid. The way that you said Famita Dean, like, <laughs> it's f- the drug is Fematidine. Fematidine? Famita Dean. Listen, we don't know how to say Pokemon names. You think we know how to say drug f- names? Famita Dean is like, an aunt that I've never met before that my mom reveals like, yeah, that's your godmother. And like, I'm fully 30. <laughs> like, like the way that Filipino moms do. Uh, sorry. But yeah, no, Fematidine really is that girl. Oh. I call it Fematidine. So each one of us has a different approach to this. Joshua, tell me more about your team. The next one I'm excited to announce is Carmela, aka Carmela Soprano, Ninetales, level 62. Mm, welcome to the team, Ninetales. Silvio, Gyarados, still alive. Must be nice to have a Gyarados. Level 63. Don't know what that's like. It is really nice. It's really nice, man. I pumped him full of proteins and shit this week, by the way. So get excited for that. (laughs) That's disgusting. (laughs) Get ready for the loudest, worst Gyarados farts of all time. (laughs) And then we have a new announcement as well. And this is the Sevi Islands connection. Gabriella, who happens to be... Silvio Dante's wife. Octillery, level 62. Oh. Okay, so you caught a, a Remoraid. I happened to catch a Remoraid out by Resort Gorgeous. Okay. Octillery is very close to my favorite Pokemon. Maybe really my favorite these days. But anyway. It's just, it's such a weird, like, I, I don't dislike Octillery. I, <sighs> I have a lot of respect and love for Octillery, and I love that you love it, but it's just like, yeah, it's such an ugly little Pokemon to be someone's favorite Pokemon. It's filthy. It's cool. What? It's got like sad eyes. It looks like a tank, and it was supposed to be a tank in the in the beta art. It, it's it's it can learn so many moves. That's unparalleled true. learn set. It's a cool Pokemon. It's just like it's not an attractive Pokemon. Do you want to know a little a little preview for what you're in store for for the battle? I already saw it when you and I were like the move set is fucking earlier. Sick. It's got fucking flamethrower or something, some dumb shit like that. Surf flamethrower thunder wave and ice beam okay so this is your explode excellent it's your explode of this season it is my explode of the season yes Ugh. i love amon you can just throw a bunch of moves on and nobody knows what's happening it's hideous josh i'm looking at pictures of what? it hideous any pokemon whose strategy is use smoke screen enough that the enemy never realizes how like ridiculously weak you are mine doesn't use smoke i love screen. this i just found an image of it that i love i so i was on side of it being hideous 
but now I found this image and I'm actually super into it. Oh, oh my oh, god! It's like a captain octillery, Josh. It's what like a, a Mr. Squirt octillery. It's what you wore at your wedding, so I got it. <laughs> Josh wore a full sea captain's uniform to his wedding. Doctor Melfi, Magneton sixty-two, still in the running. Bobby Bacaliri, Executor level sixty-two. That's it. Wow. A lot of holdovers, a couple new Pokemon, a couple new interesting Pokemon, and I'm into it. Because I had a couple of very devastating deaths. Tony, I would love to hear about your team and your levels. Thank you so much for calling on me, teacher. Um, <laughs> so my levels are, so Kilbasa the Slowbro is level 56. Okay. I've got uh, Chorizo the Charizard, who's level 59. Okay. I've got Chuchuk the Seedra, who's level 52. Chuchuk? That's the horse sausage from Kazakhstan. That's going to be sausage for my Magneton to eat. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm going to lose to you both. Um, breakfast the Pidgeot. Breakfast sausage. Yeah, breakfast the Pidgeot is 42. Yeah. <laughs> I have Longanisa the Magneton, who is level 34. And I have Beyond the Executor, who is level 41. Okay. It's it's so interesting how quickly you lost the plot on the sausage stuff. Um, it's because the ones that <laughs> died were like some like S tier sausages. Oh, there are some other there are some other I'm sausages sorry. on my computer where like we go like deep into like Basque country, yeah. Portugal, and that's what I would expect. Yeah, there's a but- lot of interesting sausages out there. Germany has like. A million. Germany has so many different interesting sausages, and you've listed zero of them here. My sausage references are a bit more, like, islandy. Yeah. Honestly, like, America's got a good sausage tradition. Did you name a Pokemon hot dog? I almost named a Pokemon hot dog, but then I wanted to hold out to see if I got a Magmar, and then I didn't get a Magmar. Okay, yeah. I like that everyone came up with sausage independently. Yeah. I was like, who figured out sausage? And it's like, everybody. Most people, yeah. Josh, that's such an interesting question of, like, the origins of, like... It's like lots of different cultures had pyramids and sausage. Yeah. Did the East Asians really come up? Did the Chinese and Japanese have sausage? Chinese have sausage. Yep. Uh, Japanese have sausage. Like, Koreans have sausage. Filipinos have sausage. Like, everyone. Everyone. Everyone was like, what if we just take all these meats and we just fucking, like, grind it up? And made it salty and, and with some herbs and spices. Jam it in its own intestines. Yeah. Uh, may I talk about my Pokemon real quick? I'd love that. I suppose. Loki, Arcanine, level 67. God, fucking nightmare. Ew. That is the highest level we've ever hit in experience share of Pokemon Pogas. Yeah. In a battle. Mewtwo, Alakazam, level 64. Okay. Link. This is a new one, a newcomer to the team. Link, Tangela, level 62. Wow, you did it. Welcome to the team, Tangela. You threatened to do it a couple of episodes ago. So excited to have you on the team, but you honestly kind of suck. <laughs> Uncle Steve, Polyrath, level 63. Sure. Mike Heald, Machamp, level 64. Maggie Dugong, level 63. Welcome back to the team. Dugong, you've been waiting in the wings for some time. All right. So that's that's level check. And now Joshua, Tony, Anthony. Either side. I like to call Josh Joshua every now and then, so I feel like I'm going to do the same for you every now and then. I'm going to sort of call you by your Christian name and refer to you as Anthony. Please do. When I want to be serious, when I want to get down to business, Joshua, Anthony, let's head into a battle. Yeah. First, Josh and I will be battling. 
to determine who the champion of Experience Share Pokemon Podcast is. And then the winner of that battle will be taking on Tony to determine who the winner of, well, I guess escape the room yeah we would lay claim to tony's escape the room that is a disgust i that i'd like to oh you didn't know that's part of this i didn't know that's part of this i'd like to talk about that uh, my wife okay (laughs) oh okay well she's great and you can have her okay (laughs) this is a borat thing no why would you just immediately go there it's just been it's been a lot of Borat stuff in this episode. Everyone has been talking about Borat recently. Uh, Borat Borat this and Borat that. Tanner, will you do my wife? And my wife. That's good. Tanner has a really good my wife. You can't do it, right? No, I won't even try. Tony, can you do it? And my wife. Pretty good. That's okay. That's pretty good. All right, Joshua, let's find one another in Pokemon Showdown and and check in again when the battle is finished. We may check in if the battle is good. Something a little saucy happens during the battle. Which it could be. You have Pokemon that are much higher levels than mine. So we'll see. All right. Well, we'll check in in a little bit. Goodbye, bug catchers. See you soon. Bye-bye. Joshua, what happened here? I honestly don't know. (laughs) We and I battled a, a, a little bit earlier while we were waiting for Tony to program his guys in. I crushed you earlier. And you crushed me. And all I did was change up my lineup a little bit. And I defeated you handily. With three living Pokemon still on the field. Yeah. This is maybe the, the most handily I've ever beaten you. I don't have anything to say. What happened? I don't know. Can I raise my hand here for a second? You were here. Yeah, you were here. You watched, Tony. What happened? I don't think it was that handily. Tanner, you were going to lose until like, I, uh, uh, what was the move that just fucked me over? Tanner was landing a statistically improbable number of dynamic punches. The dynamic punches landing. Forcing Josh to switch out, which in a team as fast and fragile as the one that Josh has is not a place where he wants to be. Yeah. Had Josh powered through the confusion instead of assuming that the confusion would have hurt him he likely would have won this one yeah well he didn't he didn't so you did and now the battle comes down to tony v mr mime we will check in again after the next battle to see who the grand champion of all pokemon ever of all time is it's gonna be tanner (laughs) yeah see you soon bug catchers wow I have never felt this powerful in my entire <laughs> life. I've defeated Anthony, uh, Tony, and I've, I'm riding high on a high that I've never felt before. I'm going to sleep so well tonight knowing that I've, I am the supreme champion of Pokemon. It's a wonderful place to be. For maybe the first time ever. Temporary. Can I just say, not to be a sore loser, but there was a one-hit KO move that was used that I, was, that I did not think was part of the rules. Sheer cold. Dugong has sheer cold. And it is banned competitively. Competitively, it's banned, yeah, but it's not banned here. Honestly, sheer cold kind of a serve, but also like, hmm. I did have to drop it four times for it to finally hit, Because it's a, what, 30%? You had ample opportunity to mitigate it, Tony. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. You kept doing whatever Slowbro's dumb thing Slowbro's is. Like, smart, Slowbro's what's smart it? Smart thing is calm. No, but you, I mean, like, you're absolutely right. But it's the kind of thing where, like, once it hits, it hits. But it took four turns for it to hit.
but it hit. I could have just done four reasonable moves on you and taken a quarter you, of your health you each time. You absolutely could not have. Um, so that so that's the fun little thing that Slowbro punishes people for is that, and part of why I think that it like remains such a strong pick, especially with Calm Mind, is like unless someone is running Razor Leaf or Thunder Punch, like it's in a really really good position. Yeah. You were also quite outleveled by my team. Oh, yeah. Completely outleveled by your team. Oh, yeah. Tony had like a level 34 in there. Yeah. So it was not exactly a, a, a fair match. However, it was fair in that like I had time to prepare. Like it was completely fair. You, Tanner, you should feel really, really proud of yourself. You are the and I and I do. Thank you. Champion of Pokemon. Yes. An excellent father to your child. And thank you. See, this is the positive energy that we need because I was not going to say either of those things right now. Yeah, and you never do, and you're never supportive of me. But uh, maybe I'll do a podcast with Tony now instead. That'd be so one where we both just like compliment each other i would love that i'd love that it's exactly what i need in my life right now and the <laughs> nice thing about a podcast is it's like recorded so like every time you're feeling down which in these unprecedented times is pretty <laughs> a lot like it's um it's you could just turn it on and like feel good all right it's been experience share a pokemon podcast starring me mutan aka tanner green ring and i'm joined as always by my co-host Moltrosh, and this week by guest host tonapi tonakis aka tony smith tonakis is almost better because it's almost it's essentially just tony smith yep oh wow tony smith tony kiss Tony, tell us, are you promoting the escape room or just tell our listeners about where they can follow you? What are you promoting? Yeah, just like, just like follow me at Anthony BL Smith, the L is for the massive fucking L that I took tonight. Um, <laughs> and no, um, look, I, um, I like, I'm not up to much online. Follow me outside. I'm trying to go outside more. That's good. We have to do it while we can. Yeah. Yeah, just like do engages with me on twitter.com. Maybe endorse me for a few skills on LinkedIn. Probably not Pokemon. And um, and yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited to meet all of uh, my new fans. They're excited to meet you as well. Aww. Please do follow us on Twitter and Instagram at expsharepod on both of those things. Do rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, it really does help, so please go do that. I know we say that every week, but like, if you were thinking about it now and you're thinking like, God, I, I owe those, those two idiots a, a review and a rating, just go do it now. It's so important. Especially now when we're finishing this series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get people into it while they can listen to the entire season. Follow us everywhere you follow podcasts. Please do go and buy pokemon coliseum and pokemon um xd gale of darkness yes. on ebay if you can find them for gamecube that is what's next but next week we will josh and i will be coming back to do a chasing waterfalls episode on the sevi islands we were going to do it this week but tony was not prepared to do the sevi Islands. Oh, plus we so. were having we bantered so much that we were just like fuck it plus we were having fun we can't do this right now fuck it like a like a philosophy 101 class i derailed the train so um, <laughs> so so yeah no you didn't get to but it, this is this was genuinely like such a pleasure yes thank you for coming on i i loved it please tag me in every time you need to fill a programming gap or the guests are like a little too white like just anytime you anytime you need we to. need that we need that yeah tony you're also a sino head oh. aren't you 
I love Sinnoh. So we're going to have to have you on for Diamond and Pearl. Do have me on for Diamond and Pearl. If you have me on for Diamond and Pearl, um, well, maybe I won't Nuzlocke for that. Well, we won't be Nuzlocking for that one either, so it's fine. I'm going to play with the Pokemon that I want to fucking play with, let me tell you. Then I cannot wait to kick both of your asses. That was my favorite meta of all time because it's split offensive moves and special attack moves up rather than type by like the way that they hit. We're dying for that. I'm dying for that. I feel like that's exactly what I'm missing in my like, I'm an idiot when it comes to type matchups and it's because I don't. Yep. I think this happens to me a lot. I expect a move to be a type move and it's not. Gallade is the perfect example of a Pokemon that only makes sense for that generation where it's like it's psychic and fighting, but its signature move is Psycho Shot, which is a psychic move that hits off the attack stat rather than the special attack stat. It's good shit. Jesus, I didn't understand a word you just said. <laughs> Join us now. Next week, Bug Catchers for the Chasing Waterfalls episode where we kind of wrap up a lot of the to-dos for Season 3B. Tony, Joshua, thank you for joining me tonight. Bug Catchers, thank you for joining all of us. Bye, fellas. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>